And welcome once again to Yada Yada Boys, the official JoJo's Bizarre Ranger podcast of the anime, of the manga, of the Hirikaraki. I'm your host, Eddie Colazzo, and I'm phoning it in today because I'm already on vacation time. And with me as always is Brooks Ugglesby. Hi, I'm Brooks, aka Flowers for Narancha. Pretty good episodes this week. Good episodes, nothing bad happened. I've decided to stop liking characters. Okay. <laughs> what makes you say that? Because my thing is that I like a character... And then the character blows up every time. Well, l- listen, sometimes you have to lose one Narancha to set- to get rid of, like, a Pesci or, like, a baby face. Here's my thing, though. J.P. Polnareff outlived Narancha. <laughs> well, is Polnareff really still alive? And he killed a turtle ostensibly to do it. He- Coco Jumbo is gone. <laughs> the spirit of Coco Jumbo is nowhere to be found. It's it's so empty inside that turtle that Jorno could be in there fully also. Coco Jumbo's in the fucking sunken place. It's not so good. <laughs> it's just that um, when I was doing the fun meme on Twitter about like, hey, name the five things, and I did five of my favorite characters, I was like, okay, who's my favorite Golden Wind character? And I couldn't decide between Mista and Narancha. Uh, and then I, I went with Narancha and I wasn't sure why. And now I know that it's because I'm the fucking Grim Reaper and mm-hmm. everybody that I like it, immediately, uh, their, their skin falls off and they die. But you could use that to your like advantage. So like if another like Polnareff type, yeah, if in later, Stone Ocean, like, oh, I like really the... like Polnareff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking like part six's, uh, cop friend shows up and it's like, ah, oh, this guy's sick. Part 6 does take place in a prison. Yeah, so. I have heard that. <laughs> I love prison guards. That's always been something that, you, about they, me that they, I love. That's one of my favorite character archetypes, is like the prison guard or warden. Yeah. I really just enjoy seeing them in fiction. Me too. I find myself oddly drawn to them. <laughs> I see myself in them. Yeah. Uh, well, the first episode we're talking about today is episode 35. Can you believe it? I know, we're almost here. The Requiem plays quietly plays part two. Uh, well, did, did you like these episodes? I think so. They were. Uh, I, I feel like you know, in concept, I did. You know, in execution. It's, it's like John Cena says: "There's you, you love it or you hate it, but it give you if you're, it's working. If you get a reaction, you get a reaction out of it. Yeah. Um, it's just when you know when we're watching the episodes and we're taking our notes so that we can put on it, put out a great product." It just, it's a real hard series of episodes to take notes of, mm-hmm. because it's just Bruno and Diavolo's body, and he's explaining, like, the Scooby-Doo situation to Polnareff, who's talking out of the turtle, and, like, Diavolo's body looks good, but Bruno's in it, mm-hmm. and it's just really complicated. Yeah, I, I brought up my notes before this, and um, it's gonna be extra, uh, so I don't know how many fans keep up with the, the Squizpillion brand. But I was in the uh, hospital yesterday getting my Crohn's juice to fix it. Mm-hmm. And at so at at the start of it, they give you all this bunch of stuff. They're like, oh, this you take all these to, like, counteract any bad things that might happen. Um, and I felt a little, like, nauseous at first last time. But mm-hmm. I was mostly fine. And it goes away after a couple minutes. And this time when it started, after about two minutes, I was just full-on Enyaba sweating. J- like, yeah. profusely just drenched in sweat. And then the nurse comes up to me. She's like are you okay? And I'm like, I think I need, like, a tissue or something. Uh-huh. So, are you laughing at me? Yeah. So, I like, a tissue. I wipe myself down, and I get a water and chippies that she gave was very nice. Yeah. And then near the end of it, I just, I was like, hmm, my back is a little itchy. Now my arms are a little itchy, and I just fucking was destroyed with hives. Yeah. Um, and my plan was, I was like, I know I'm gonna have to spend a couple hours in the hospital. I'm gonna watch JoJo while I'm there. Um, which coincided with the second episode we'll talk about today, which I was just absolutely pumped full of Benadryl while I watched it. Yeah. So not only are my notes basically... Um, I, I'm looking up the notes for that episode right now, and halfway through it just says, what the hell? <laughs> so you might have to... I might have to yeah, hop you can, and yeah, carry me Yeah, uh, jump into my arms. I'll carry you when we need... Yeah, two. that one. Um, but first, let's. We're still on episode thirty-five, yeah. which I, I got most of the <laughs> the details of. You know, I've also had like a sweaty, hurting body this week. 
Oh, you've been wrestling. Yeah, I'm a contracted wrestler now. But anyways, we can get into the anime. It's not a big. It's it's not important. How many how many bumps are you one of the boys? Like how- yeah, I'm kind of one of the boys. So I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear you, an outsider, talking shit about the Robert business. Rude anymore. Uh huh. You don't you don't know what he goes through. Yeah, I, me having take having done two fucking somersaults in the ring and failed at running the ropes. How, what bumps have you taken? Pretty Back much bump? none. I think I might be doing them tonight because they make you do rolls first. Can you hit when uh, when I show up at your house this weekend? Can you hit me with an arm drag? Do you think you'll know that by then? Or yeah, that's ba- like the roll is when you're taking an arm drag. It's how to take it correctly. Okay, sick. You can t- yeah. Me. So I'll show and you the court. Like- Wait, we'll go out on. T- we'll go to the pool. And we'll- <laughs> what? What's the problem? Don't want to do it. He's gonna teach us. I don't want to. You're gonna hit me with an arm drag, and I'm gonna bust out. It's all about safety. Safety is the most important thing. Yeah. That's what my dissertation's called. That's what we learned in this episode of JoJo. I want to get into JoJo. Just real quick question about Benadryl. Were you watching Mr. Popper's Penguins on off that no, Benad- I, off that I, Benny? So I was. Uh, that that Benny hits different, though, <laughs> is the thing. So I watched it later that night um, when I came home with Kim. And I it, it was still, I still felt a little, a little effects of it. Yeah. So. It tricked your brain into thinking it wasn't very good, I heard. Popper's Penguins. Oh, Popper Catcher Penguins. We both really enjoyed it, and you can hear that on Karen. <laughs> Kim's watching it now. Yeah, Kim's watching it. Kim immediately brought that fucking DVD back to the library today. <laughs> like, it couldn't fall into that drop-off box fast enough. Yeah. yeah. It, it'll be like the mask. It'll show up on your couch tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. It holds the number three spot for me now. Yep. Spoiler alert. Yep, top five. Carrie wow, can't wait to see the... To, <laughs> to hear the... Yes analysis on that spoilers it's not true uh let's get into jojo uh we begin with the last episode left off which is sick bruno running top pretty speed good in the boss's body um and i obviously for me i am you know a very smart genius yeah but being out of the, these episodes for a while i forgot who is who yeah uh but bruno he knows his boys because he runs up and he's like ah i know everything giorno you're narancia yeah. ah, <laughs> my name is bruno and this is narancia have we talked um, about how Diavolo looks good? It's I you don't like of, you don't like his torso. I feel like weirdly enough we see more of Bruno Diavolo than actual Diavolo. I think so. Like at, at this point that essence has had more screen time. Yeah, than... it's it's weird to see Bruno sort of not dying acutely for mm. a couple of episodes. Just sort of being in a body that works that isn't just like Family Guy dead. Um, a funny thing is, Bruno. So it's I'm gonna. It, it, this might be confusing to discuss because I'm gonna switch between like the body that's talking and like the spirit that inhabits yeah. them. But Bruno, as the boss, runs up and he he sees a talking turtle and he says, "Are you the man we're supposed to meet?" <laughs> so he just read the script like off screen. Well, yeah, as he, he was recovering. Yeah, sticky fingers. Um, and a fun, fun fact, remember how Bruno earlier, he was like, oh, Trish, you can come live at my, my villa and go to school. Uh And now he's in the body of her actual dad. So he's like a double dad. He is kind of like a double dad, huh? That was a Mary-Kate Nashley movie. Double dad was Mary-Kate Nashley? Oh, no, that's Billboard Dad. I was going to say, that sounds like Kim's second lie of the episode. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so the gang's all here. And number seven is on guard duty. Yeah, the boss, be, uh, Trishta, who is uh, mm-hmm. Trish in Mista's body, holds the, or whatever, the other way, I don't know, says the boss Diavolo, who swapped minds with you, is being watched by number seven of the pistols. Yep. And we just see number seven, like, floating yeah. off to the side. We see, uh, I don't like the way that Chariot Requiem looks. I don't know about you. I don't, because I don't know if it's, like, tent, like, is it, can you, t- is it, like, a sh- mist, like, a shadow? But it makes footsteps. Yeah, and people can see it, we learn. So it's kind of, it's like, it, it has like an eldritch effect, like yeah. it's unknowable knowledge. Yeah, it's Bozai and Sign Condensate. And it looks like if Metal Mario was like a conquistador. I don't like it. Yeah. Um, so Bruno's like, hey, I just punched off uh, Chariot Re- Requiem's hand. Let me just uh, pick up the I'm going to pick up the, quick. I'm going to pick it up now. I'm just going to take it in my hand and bring it with me. Uh, and, and Sticky Fingers doesn't like it. I very much thought that the storyline was going to be, like, Diavolo doesn't have enough badges to control a traded Pokemon, you know? Uh, yeah. I just thought uh, it was, like, Cher- I, I thought it was Sticky Fingers being like, you're not me, Dad. 
And I I remember saying, like, uh, it gets, like, kind of confusing, and there was, like, the bad translation and everything. But now I'm realizing that even more, because it it seems like Chariot Requiem's powers are more like, you know when you're a kid and you're playing, like, just whatever, like... You're playing X-Men and your friend is the guy who has all the mutant powers. Yeah, you're like, I I shoot you with my Cyclops laser, and then your friend's like, actually, I have a laser immune. I use Wolverine's uh, 100-foot leap ability to Mm -hmm. uh, avoid it. Yeah, it's it seems like as this goes on, fucking Polnareff's like, oh yeah, this is actually uh, Chariot's true potential. He's, like four or five times in this episode, he's like, oh yes, his tertiary power. Yeah, he has like eight powers that brute that uh, Polnareff just conveniently didn't say. Like it would have been good if he's like, hey, okay, he's gonna make your stance kill you, and you're gonna turn into a fucking gross crab monster. Yeah, like, that would have been good to know. But, um, Anyways, never mind that shit, because all of the stands are, like, <laughs> extremely strong and angry. So, Chariot powers up their stands, which they liked at first. But also, Chariot Requiem seems to have made it that, like, if you have a stand, it will go against you when you try to get the arrow. Uh-huh. Uh, and this happens when Mista fires the sex pistol. Yeah, dude. Sorry, sorry, Kim. Take this! I'll put a hole in your brain! Ay, 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 ay. He literally fucking does the the racism Dothraki call. I, I, I'm not. I'm sorry that you have to hear. It. I, okay. I I enjoy doing it. Okay. I'm just sorry you have to hear it. Okay. He he does the racism Dothraki call. Yeah, and, but, and just like <laughs> he says, I'll put a hole in your brain. And like you know what, little guy, you have you have put a hole yeah. in my brain. <laughs> yep, and it's never that to healing. Myself, actually. Um, but hey, spicy lady gets to do something. Yeah. I'm My next theory on this is that I thought it was sort of like a proletarian uprising happening, because it seemed like okay. the stands were just turning on their users and, like, uh-huh. like the arrow no, is but- class consciousness. Yeah. <laughs> but no, they just get mean when you get near the arrow. Mista, why shouldn't I own the means to my own salami lunch? That's that's why they, that's why the pistols actually destroyed the revolver. It was yeah. It like rebellion against their, yeah. their owner. They're Luddites, they're um, rules. Anyway, um... So yeah, number one so, wants fucking Mr.'s blood in the streets. The, the funny thing is, like, it's like, oh, the, uh, uh, Spice Girl, she, like, makes the bullet soft or whatever. Yeah, so we remember that power. But the thing is, like, the sex pistols always end up killing Mr. anyway. So, like... That's true. <laughs> even when they're on his side, he always ends up being killed by them. They're so. just not usually saying the most metal shit in the world. Yeah, like, I'll... I'll Let the ants and the flies swarm around you. You're not like, I'll smash your brain into a jelly. Yeah. Like, they're not saying that. Typically, no. Um, and and then, I don't remember, I think, like, uh, Chariot just, like, picks up yeah, the just like, anyways. arrow and walks away. And at some point, there's, like, the anime cut-in reaction shot, where you get, like, five people's faces on the screen at once. Uh-huh. And it was really funny to me seeing, like, all the gang and the fucking turtle, like, <laughs> reacting. <laughs> it's pretty good. It is really funny. So, um, this is the point where I'm like, okay, this would be fucking miserable to read. I don't know how anybody read the part five manga at this point. Mm-hmm. But no, we learn that, we learn that Chariot is now a defensive stand, which is, a, which they say like it's a thing that I've heard before. I think it means like it's kind of like, um, Notorious B.I.G. was. Right. Where it just acts in, like, there's no, like, no one controlling it. It just does what it's programmed to do to survive. Oh, uh, can you imagine, I'm like, getting switched into Carne's body? Oh God! Hate to see it. Um, I think we get uh, like a cut outside of the Coliseum where all the people still are, and one guy like transferred with his dog. Uh huh. And the guy's like, Benedict, stop being a dog right now. <laughs> like. <laughs> anyway, um, Bruno's body starts to like move a little, and Mister just fucking riddles him with bullets in his <laughs> arms and legs. It's pretty good. Bruno's like, you gotta shoot Bruno's body right now. And Miss yeah. is like, but that's, I don't want to put holes in it. That's your body and you're my friend. He's like, listen, I don't need it anymore. Yeah. I'll tell you later, <laughs> but it's not working out for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm hot as fuck now. And uh, Giorno's like, it, it, Golden Wind can fix it. Everybody in our gang has and can survive 100 bullets. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And it's nice when the Sex Pistols actually like say, Mista! Because it reminds me that we're not just, we're not emphasizing it any more than it actually happens it does happen like it come he, out of thin air yeah like number seven reports that like one of them's freaking out because bruno's waking up mm-hmm. and then bruno gets obliterated and he's like good now they won't come at us uh so then we get the the very normal i'll tell you about your mother next time i see it's you it's just scene. you know 
with Narancia where he's like, when I get back to Naples, because all this is happening that we're like figuring out standabilities. We're like, okay, the boss who we believe is inside Bruno's body is incapacitated. And fucking Narancia just gets a close up and he's like, when I get back to Naples, I'm going to go to school and learn math and eat hot piping pizza. I'm going to eat some delicious Italy style pizza with my working alive mouth. Yep. He does Uh, want mushrooms on it, though, which is uh, sad. Mm hmm. But, and he's um, like, I, I don't care if Fuko called me a big idiot this time if I see him again. Uh, but then uh, it's normal and our friends are all together and they leave the Coliseum. Yeah, Naracha says, I'm the woman defender until death. Uh, her uh-huh. wound is my own. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty good. Uh, unfortunately, time does skip. And uh-huh. everyone's like, hey, where, where's uh, Jorno Narancha? And he's kind of uh, impaled on a, like, There is, thing. like... A full two minutes where there's a clear trail of blood going up and they're all looking at it and they're like, oh god, I wonder what's at the end of this once I look up. Uh, and you already know what it is. It's Narancia. Yeah, you already know. And, uh, he's alive. Yeah. Uh, Sticky Fingers zips him down and, uh, Giorno's like, don't worry, I have my healing ability that we all know and love. And he does it and then it doesn't work. It doesn't work. He's empty a lot. Uh, but Jorno gets back into his own body. That's, you know, in my mm-hmm. opinion, Jorno could have waited a second. Yeah. Because... It's, he's, oh, no, he's, he's, uh, yeah, he's dead. He's definitely dead. Let me zip. just, uh, let me just hop on back here real quick. <laughs> oh, much better. Just uh, like as Narancha's dead body falls. It's just like, give it a second. So, yeah, uh, Narancha unceremoniously just destroyed by Bosu. Yeah, um, and then Mista, like, wails and, uh... To me, this is, like, I have, in this scene, I was, like, the funny Gordon Ramsay meme where I was saying, finally, some sad fucking deaths in part uh-huh. five. Because uh, that one's no good, didn't... I mean, it's good in that it, it made me sad, but it, it's bad because it made me sad. Uh, Abakio had to do, like, a noble sacrifice to, like, endear himself to you because no one cares about him. Uh-huh. But Naranja just dies immediately because he's everyone's favorite boy. Right. You need that. Like we didn't need yeah. little bomber to crash into a rock so that you could see the outline of it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Fugo uh, time. Okay, so <laughs> in the pre in previous episodes, you have been like Fugo's going to come back. Fugo's going to be here. Yeah, and I was just like, yeah, dude, it's going to happen. In the ma- in the manga, he d- he never appears again. For real? He just does not show up ever. Yeah. What the fuck? So even this with just him like looking up at the sky, I was like, what the fuck? Fugo's here. Uh-huh. So, like, I legitimately don't know how the rest of Part 5 will play out. Uh-huh. Because we are, like, reminded of Fugo and that he exists. He looks up, he's in an alley, uh, and he sees a bird, and it looks like a little bomber, and it's very sad. Mm-hmm. Um, I am so surprised to hear that, because everybody is so, like, horny for Fugo's stand. Like, the nasty, drippy he guy. He gets his own, like, little, like, it's called Purple Haze Requiem. It's like a little side story. That oh, okay. Because, yeah, we saw it happen in the mirror once, and that's the only time, and that would have been yeah, really he weird. he gets his own little adventure. Like, there's a Rohan one, and there's a Fugo one. I have heard that like, Rohan goes to a museum, and it's nice. He goes to, he goes, how do you say the famous uh, art museum in It's France? like Brett Favre. The Louvre. The Louvre? Mm-hmm. That, is it Mona Lisa there? Yeah. Okay, see, I'm smart. Yeah. I know. Remember um, when say Kira saw it? He did see it, and it would be really funny if Kira got a boner. It is pretty funny, and true. And true. Anyways, Narancha dies, and then the splash screen for the commercial break is Silver Chariot, which is cool. Yep, he did it. It's his fault. Yeah, thanks, thanks, John. (laughs) Um, so, my next note here is, that can't be possible unless there are two Diavolos. And then the turtle gasps, and it's pretty funny, because it is Turtle Polnareff saying that. Turtle Polnareff gasps, and he says, Allow me to explain to you split personalities and how they work in fiction. Yeah, in fiction, specifically. <laughs> in fiction. Adapio is can... a Diavolo, two bodies, one mind, and sometimes M. Night Shyamalan, it's evil, or something. And he's like, yeah, sometimes... He's like, the way this always works is that at, after a traumatic event in childhood... Uh, the person develops two personalities. But as they get older, the older one, like, takes dominance. Right. Which, like, yeah, dude, sure. <laughs> Doesn't explain how he physically transforms into a little cream-faced business. Well, boy, no, but... he says that even physical features can change. So, there you go. It's, uh, okay. science. He said it, so it's true. He said it, so it's... It, are you gonna say a turtle's wrong? 
So actually, it's, Coco Jumbo is a tortoise because he doesn't live. Actually, a nasty old pervert human being. <laughs> it is. You know how pe- when people like try to defend someone that's an asshole, they're like, "Well, we don't really know what's in their heart." Right. Uh, we know what's in Coco Jumbo's heart now, and it's the, the, the pervert poop bandit of Polnareff. So, <laughs> I am I am enjoying. It gives me some solace to imagine Narancha flying into heaven and seeing Coco Jumbo and not Abakio there. Yeah, <laughs> it's the he, he's carrying the key to the pearly gates. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um. The next thing I have here is, what about your body, Bucciarati? And he's like, yeah, just, yeah. uh... I th- That's a says, fun like, oh, I, feel. I conveniently shot him in, like, legs, so he can't walk, but yeah. he'll be fine if if we have to go back to it. Yeah, it's fine. Dapio's in there, but it's Diamond is Unbreakable, and any of the civilians could be Dapio. I do like the... I do like that uh, uh, Narancha was was killed first, strategically, mm-hmm. to get rid of their radar. The tracking, yeah. And it's like, oh, the... Even the boss knew how how important and perfect a boy he was. Yeah, he knew he was he was his biggest threat. So mm-hmm. he was too I, powerful. I as they're like grieving over Narancha, they keep cutting to Chariot Requiem's like swaying sexy ass, and I hate the tonal dissonance of that. Uh-huh. It's like I'm trying to grieve I, my I, boy. I believe I I think the intention of that was to show like we can't like linger here we have to chase chariot and yeah chariot. even and it's like it's it's like the scene in the past that wasn't sad because Jorno's like he's very sad and he's like narancha i'm sorry we're gonna have to leave you here for now after narancha didn't want them to do that to abakio because remember when he was crying and he fell over and it was kind of funny mm-hmm. and then he promises to take narancha back home and vines cover him and it's very nice it was very, like all the vines and flowers were nice covering him and so the camera like you see the gang like running down the like pathway and it's like a close-up of narancha and he's covered in all these like beautiful flowers and everything but i was distracted because the animation of the gang running looks so fucking terrible yeah they had they they put too much focus on the vines yeah that they just look like fucking too uh, like the shittiest gif yeah it was atari 2600 graphics yeah yeah (laughs) fucking pitfall ass (laughs) graphics um anyway so they leave the Coliseum and they're in the streets and people are all switched and everything. And then Mr. Shoots a pervert cop. Yeah, there's a uh, pervert horny cop who gets horny about Trish the child. And then Mr. just sort of kills him. He ki- he kind of, ki- he shoots him and then like handcuffs him to a, a pole. And <laughs> then, so it's Mr. as Trish who right. does it. And then Trish as Mr. is like, hey, like, what are you doing? Come on, we have to get Chariot. And he's like, hold on one second. And he's like handcuffing the cop by like his mouth. Uh, to the pole or something. The only the only number that Mista hates more than four is twelve. <laughs> you get it? Fuck twelve. I I thank you. Thank you. All, all cops are bastards. Um, had to get that one in quick. Yeah. Um. So then, ch- what if it was like, Acabio, and you switched it to be okay? That's when you if you put Moody Blues if you hit it with an arrow again it becomes Acabio and then it becomes Acabio. Antifa. Okay, now I like it. Yeah, now you like it. Let's get Moody Blues. Let's bring back Moody Blues. (laughs) Um, So then they're, like, examining Chariot, and it seems like all it does is just, like, walk. Yeah, it seems fine. It doesn't really have a goal or emotions. It's very funny when Bruno just trips it. Bruno just trips him and fucking eats shit on the floor. And then then isn't everyone just like, your stand sucks, dude? Yeah, (laughs) it's bad. Why are you in a turtle? Um, Polnareff does say my soul is holding on for dear life within this turtle, mm-hmm. which is funny. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, Polnareff, the brain genius, he's like, so far, everyone with the stand has tried to get the arrow and the stands have gone against them. But what if it was someone without a stand? <laughs> and then there's this fucking action shot of like the turtle grabbing the arrow with his mouth as uh-huh. Chariot like runs back towards it. It's and pretty good. episode ends. It was good. I did, I'm still like the, I know that uh, a Diavolo is a Dapio. It, it, 40% makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. But it, the, my, my thought when he said like, what if a regular non-stand user went to pick it up? I was thinking like, oh, what if there was a regular pink boy? Yeah, a light pink boy. Yeah, a light pink boy named Adapio and he came out and he did it. But then it was just the turtle who grabbed it. It was good. just the turtle. It was just the turtle. Good episode. Good episode. Uh... Let's check in with the Speedwagon Foundation at uh, patreon.com slash postgameofthrones. If you like, you can donate to us there. 
at $1 a month, you'll get access to all our bonus episodes, such as Carry Me Home that I did with producer Canton. That's me! We The latest episode just went up today of the famous film Mr. Popper's Penguins. It was a great film. It was not a great film. It was a good film. It was a good film. Uh, so you can listen to that there, and also Words and Deeds, which I do with Brooks, uh, about Metal Gear Solid, mm-hmm. that's there too. At $5 a month, you'll get special shoutouts in episodes, and you can send us a message to read on air. Uh, this week's special user is, let's take a look here, is a Patreon user Burgermeister. Did we get Burgermeister already? That's a good name. Yeah, let's do it again. Thank you, Burgermeister. Let's do it again, Burgermeister, thank you. Um, and at, uh, $10 a month, you'll get all that plus special user status in Discord, and, uh, we'll create a monster for you in Pika Championship Wrestling, mm-hmm. which you stream sometimes. Yeah. Um. We also do a fun game night recently that works. Game night. Sometimes. It works now. It's yeah. good. Probably, I'm thinking once a month for that. Yeah. So, stay tuned, and uh, we'll give, like, at least a week notice in advance mm-hmm. from now on, so people can plan and know what the hell's going on. And I'm like, hey, tomorrow we're playing games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Be there. Uh, patreon.com slash postgameturns. I should probably get the email up while, <laughs> while yeah, we sure. do the show. So, so you, you introduce the next episode. It's, uh, it's Diavolo Surfaces. Diavolo Surfaces. Remember Surface? The stand? That was the... Was the mannequin, the I think? Uh, which was the mustard one? The Not mustard. The custard. The yummy custard? Yeah. I was, I, there's like yellow temperance, was, which is like the gross that, yellow. That was Enigma. Guy. Enigma. Enigma was the funny paper. That's, that's the guy who had the custard with the mom. Oh, right? yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's Surface was the, it was Hazamata, the little gross boy. Okay, I'm, yeah. Just the opposite of Narancha in every way. Yeah. Uh, okay, Diablo Surfaces. Uh, this one begins with, our, hey, were you sad that, uh, Narancha <laughs> died? Yeah. Are there any other, like, young boy characters that, like, you liked in the show who were, like, endearing and nice? Yeah, Seko. Seko, yeah. Well, we don't know if Seko died. That's true. He just did get taken away in a garbage truck. Yeah, if you want to name somebody who died in a very sad way near the end of JoJo Part 5 and his last things were about wanting to get a phone call from somebody who he loved and respected, it would probably be Seko. It would probably be Seko who was good. Uh, hey, Dapio's dead. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dapio's dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, so, he's in Bruno's body, which is dying and disintegrating, and Dapio likes to die, though. He's like, mm-hmm. we're, hey, we're gonna win. I am a little lonely, though. Could you call me boss? Boss? At this Hell point, no. I am, please call him boss. I am asking then who was phone at this point. And yeah. it was an actual cell phone. It wasn't like a fucking frog. Mm-hmm. Like it would be pretty funny if like he asked for like the boss to call him and then Diavolo just like threw a sugar cube at him. That would be pretty good. That would be pretty good. Uh no phone call, no nothing. Not even like a sorry Dapio, like I'm I'm busy. He just like gets to kind of bleed out all alone by himself in the Coliseum. Yeah. Uh, we love it. Vinegar Dapio. <laughs> Never say to me the words. Um, and yet, that's it. Like, we don't see him again for the rest of the episode. Well, like, that's, hey, that's thing. what you thought about Fugo. Maybe he'll be back and he'll be, he'll do like a sort of the hound thing where in we part six he's the warden see, and we like him. We didn't, we did not see an abstract or literal representation of his spirit ascending to heaven. Right. So Which we didn't do for, like, Narancha. He was so dead that he didn't even get that. Well, we saw, like, the air- the birds turn into the airplane or whatever. That's true. So, yeah, maybe his stand died and he went into a turtle. I guess it's possible. It is possible. It's probable. Uh, Dapia doesn't get the phone call and he's dead. Thank he you. doesn't. He uh, he says, uh, he says no, and then he dies. And then it's very funny that we go back to the gang and there's no discussion over who to use the big jumbo power-up, power-plus arrow with it's pulling the reference no discussion like mista you get the jumbo big cool stand (laughs) you're the one with the gun use it (laughs) um a a funny thing i noticed is that giorno does call polnareff polnareff-san uh-huh 
like the honorific uh, meaning someone like above you or right. like who you respect mister just calls him polnareff so yeah he does not respect him and not only so mister is so cool that we we then learned that he reached for an officer service weapon also yeah off camera i took the officer's beretta don't worry uh-huh. about it um and then he's like yeah let me just shoot this quick with my revolver pistol and it conveniently breaks Mm-hmm. Like, can you imagine what Revolver Ocelot would think? Oh my god. He would never. Yeah, I'm Sword Ocelot now. Fuck guns. Uh, so the, like, rev- the, whatever, the, the chamber breaks off and everyone's like, huh, this is weird. That never happens to Mista ever in life. <laughs> weird that it happens conveniently when we're fighting the final boss. Yeah, weird. And then number five is like, I don't know, maybe the boss is here. And fucking everybody in the entire world, dog and human and stand, start shitting on this little baby stand. Yeah, you idiot. You, you fucking dumbass. big yellow idiot. We're in a big open space. How could anybody possibly sneak up on us, the Boy, six bullets? Boy, number five ass head looking like, <laughs> they just start roasting him for no reason. Fucking stretch arm, Armstrong minion looking. <laughs> it's fucking, it's always metal fatigue from overuse. They haven't had time to do their gun maintenance, so that's it. That's it. It's probably and nothing. Then, uh, and then Polnareff's like, oh yeah, by the way, uh, Requiem also turns people into disgusting mutant monsters. Yeah, there's sort of like an alien situation going on inside of everybody. It's some, it's some shit, like, he's like, it's evolving them past human life. Like, what the fuck is this power? <laughs> I can't wait until the year 3000 when I have, like, a weird vestigial skeleton turtle coming out of me. Yeah, just just my craggy carapace. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't wait. Until I I've always them. wanted a second skeleton. Yeah, one one is just not cutting it for me anymore. Mm-hmm. Could use an exoskeleton. Yeah, that'd be pretty uh, yeah. good. So um, the chariot gets the stand arrow, and he goes towards Polnareff because he touched it with his turtle mouth. Uh-huh. And they're not... I At this point, I'm screaming, chuck the turtle like Iggy, please, God. Mm-hmm. Um, obliterate the turtle because my son's not in there anymore. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, so, yeah, Mista climbs up the streetlight and throws Polnareff to Jorno, and there's, like, a, a King Crimson boom, and it's suddenly on the ground, but he's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you're gonna have to walk me this through is, this. This is where you said, what a hell, and you started being I Dolly said, Parton on stage. So it says, my next note is, so here's exactly my notes. Uh-huh. It's, so it's in quotations. It says, life force is a mass. And then my commentary next to it is, all right, man. <laughs> and then uh under that is what a hell so this is i think where i started all right to lose it so you, i'm passing the baton to you for okay the rest of this yeah episode. i'm happy to but if you have any more like dynamite notes like that please hop in and let me know what you were sort of how you were making sense of the episode uh my next like coherent okay so here's uh some more um I guess it's the shadow of your soul now. Oh, yeah, King, good stuff. King Crimson loves holding the arrow. <laughs> so that's kind of the whole episode, really. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. So so going uh, uh, King Crimson, uh, rewind to time, bites the dust. Mm-hmm. So Polnareff says, this is where he's like, there's even more Requiem abilities that I don't even understand yet. Mm-hmm. And that's when the, yeah, the gross uh, turtle guy comes out and... Uh, He's like, the prelude is over, and the actual piece is starting to play. Mm. And Diavolo is watching, presumably at this point, from inside uh, Mr. President. Like, like we don't know who, right? Yeah, it's just kind of, like, vaguely, like, a low-angle shot. Mm. And he's he's doing my favorite thing, which is when the villain is, is scared and panicked, and he's like, oh, wow, scary. Um, oh, shit, I gotta do something. Oh, fuck, I guess I'm kind of trapped. Uh, so Jorno's like, oh, hey, the gun actually broke for, uh, uh, bad reasons. Everybody shut the hell, shut the hell up. I'm gonna make a mole. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's, did he say something like moles have very good senses of smell? Yeah, he says, like, they're blind, but their noses are good. And then mm-hmm. it found out, oh, it found out, like, the, the ripped off part of the chamber. Mm-hmm. And then he says, everybody stay apart because King Crimson's reign range is only a few meters. And he's, like, possessed one of us or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're... They're trying. Oh yeah, they're trying to like remember who was closest to Narancia, and we see King Crimson doing a funny Eddie sweating face, and it's funny. Yeah, like oh shit, oh shit, <laughs> it was me actually. Yeah. Hmm. So Jorno like brags about his ability, where like if I touch a person, I can tell there's a person in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, he bites his hand to do the blood trick, and then oh, this is where Mista is like, I don't fucking want to be touched. What if you have a Diavolo in you? Mm-hmm. 
And, uh, and then everyone just, what if you have a Diavolo in you? Yeah, that would be, would that be fucked up or what? Yeah. So Mista's, like, holding Jorno at gunpoint, and there's the regular uh, Chariot Requiem is just walking down the street normally, and a turtle is yelling mm-hmm. at people, and people are just waking up and being like, all right. Yeah, I guess this is how I live now. Nobody's panicking at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Bruno, the only adult in this entire arc, is just like, all right, whatever, don't kill each other, just touch me first. Mm-hmm. And then Jorno sort of suddenly gets his arm punched off, and Trish is immediately like, it was Mista, Spice Girl, but she gets stopped, and then... Uh, King Crimson grabs Spicy Lady and says, I've been waiting for this. Thanks for revealing your stand, and I can move like, your body like a puppet when I grab your stand. And it's ve- it's very funny to yeah, see... Yeah, this is how stands work now. This is, yeah, that's how stands work now. If you, like, mm-hmm. grab a uh, gold experience and you make its finger do, like, the, the thing where you hold it in a circle... And mm-hmm. you put it under your hips, and then you I mean, make to be Jorno fair, no one else has tried this before. That's so true. It could be how stands have worked forever, and we just didn't. It's like when you can make your stand really small. Like, no one else has had yeah, to do that. Yeah, which that'll come up. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So, it's very funny that, like, so the boss is, like, grabbing Trish's soul, but it's in Mista's body. Mm-hmm. And it's just very funny that he's cradling Mista, and he's like, hello, my child. And as, like, so what's, we don't, we just see, like, Mista's body running, but what's actually happening is, like, the boss as King Crimson is, like, controlling Spicy Lady like a, like a toy and, like, Uh making her Mm -hmm. run. Hello, my baby! Hello, my honey! Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And there, I think at one point they're like, okay, uh, uh, Jorano does, like, the blood trick that he learned from Polnareff, and he's like, okay, now we'll see, and then time skips, and you just see Mista fucking booking it down the street. (laughs) It's pretty good. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah. Diavolo just realizes that the shadow of the soul or whatever. Yeah, so this is where, like, Diavolo, like, uh, disappears and everybody, without attacking, and everybody's like, oh, that's probably nothing. Uh, and then they realize that, oh, that means that he's found a way to get the arrow from Chariot Requiem. So then we go uh-huh. over to Diavolo, and he notices that the shadow changes depending on the viewer of the Not Requiem. Not like the sun, but like where you look at it. Right, so I guess he was in, when he was in Adapio, the shadow was different, and then he stood somewhere else, and it was, because it's, whatever, it's the shadow of someone's soul, Marianne Williamson, and mm. he, it means that the light is somewhere, so he, he notices that the darkness is a result of putting light behind you, so he grabs light from behind him and crushes it, so Chariot explodes. Mm-hmm. It all makes sense. Yeah, I'm on Benadryl too when I read when I watch that. When I when I read JoJo, did, didn't someone link that image in JoJo chat earlier? That's like the uh, war is bad image. But uh-huh. it's like, wow, cool something, and who fucking knows? <laughs> as like the themes of JoJo. Yeah, hundred percent. That's exactly this. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking. If you trace like what a soul is from back when Jonathan Joestar was talking about it, just whatever, mm-hmm. dude. Oh, while we're just, like, referencing and talking about funny memes, have you ever yeah. seen the image of the one where it's, like, one kid running down a hallway towards the camera and the other kid behind him, like, floating Like the levitating? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw an edit of that that was, like, Dapio running, uh-huh. but it's, like, Narancha and Abakio are behind him. <laughs> and, and they all have halos. That's pretty good. It's really good. Anyway. So fucking... Oh, yeah, this is where... So King Crimson has the arrow now, and Jorno's like, this is fine, we're all just particles, I guess. And... King Crimson is so happy to have the arrow. Oh, he loves it. He loves it, he's smiling, he's so happy. I've really come around on King Crimson lately. He's just very... Exp- he's like the opposite of Killer Queen. He's just Yeah, so and expensive. I like how Killer... I don't want, like... I don't... If, like... Can you imagine... Uh, I'm sorry, but, like, imagine Killer Queen doing the troll face. Isn't that bad? I will, I will not do that. Do it. Oh, unlock oh, your third eye it. and think about it. I, oh, I'm seeing too much. <laughs> oh, no. My pineal gland's open. Oh, talk about it. Oh, it's, it's been decalcified. And exploded. And now all I see is Killer Queen doing the problemations phase. <laughs> Are you experiencing bomberations? Yes. <laughs> okay, so but I like. I would like to see Killer Queen doing, like, the... It's like the uh, the troll face, and then the little one is doing like the funny Neil Patrick Harris true story face or something, you know? Yeah, the, the like Obama one. Forever alone, you know, it'd be funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would be epitaph, the one that Dapio has. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, Jorno fucking snaps, and then like ants show up all over the arrow and stuff so- and shit. Mm. I don't know. You were off that Benny, so I don't know if it makes sense to I you. Thought, uh, yeah, I, I like I saw it, and I was just like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> 
I could have been making it up, but I guess that really yeah, It's a reference to when the Sex Pistols were like, have ants on you. Um, oh, okay. So they fucking, the ants bite through the arrow, and it looks like the intro OP looks oh, like arrow some falls, huh? Yeah. Yeah, so then the the bullets fucking go to knock the arrow away, and they're like, yeehaw. But then King Crimson just puts a regular guy in their trajectory and kills him. Yeah, he just kills a civilian. Yeah, which, you know, we thought Steely Dan was cool for just blowing a guy's ear off. Um, but then, like, a spicy lady makes the, made the bullets soft. She did something again. Yeah, the, oh, you don't want to skip over when Diavolo says the trashability of an underling to Mr. Oh, that, yeah, yeah gun. Yeah, Sick, Di- buddy. <laughs> Diavolo's canceled now because yep. it's a good ability, yep. actually. I never feed my Stan Tuscan salami, and look at how happy he is. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, he does have two mouths to feed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Spicy Lady, like, goes to make the bullets soft, so the bullets stick to his hand. And she does say some cool shit. Like, I, I do like Trish. She's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to overcome this, and she, like, takes back the language of, like, overcoming my own fate, which, like, fucking Diavolo said earlier. Yeah. And she's like, I'm gonna do it, but as a good guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so then... Fucking King Crimson's openly lamenting that he ever had a child. He says fear truly does come from the past, as he, like, Yeah, I wish I never fucked, anyways. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's, he, he says, this sounds like so, uh, a, 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 like, Eddie paraphrasing, but King Crimson genuinely says, you have genuinely angered me. Yep. <laughs> and all of his faces start to yell, which is a very potent reaction image. That's why I knew I liked that guy. Yeah. So then he just, like, <laughs> punches through Spicy Lady and also missed his body, I guess. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he fucking, he says, now you can surpass not only the past, but their heads, which doesn't make sense. And then Trish becomes hurt, and then Bruno says Trish out of both of his mouths, and that's it. My last note is just Bruno hates it. Bruno hates yeah, because he does the thing where, like, he goes, he goes, Trish! And, like, mm-hmm. his, his like, possessed body mouth is saying it, and also his, he's, like, his warging thing. out of it and saying it in yeah. Bruno's regular mouth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they did that a lot, like, they would just, like, show the, like spirit of whoever actually was talking right like they did that for dapio like when he was dying do you see like dapio ghost Mm -hmm. um good episodes yeah we only have three left we sure do um and uh, i I don't know so the news is that the next i believe the next episode will air at like normal jojo time this upcoming friday um but after that let me get the calendar up for some reason, so I believe the fifth is the next, will be episode 37. And then episode 38 and 39 are not airing until July 28th, where they will go back to back on a Sunday night. It's so, okay, they're just, they need time to finish the Stone Ocean anime, mm-hmm. so. So what we're gonna do is we will not, the next Yada Yada Boys will not be up until after, basically, the season is over. Yeah. But we'll do three episodes in that one. Mm-hmm. So the week of the 29th, look for that. Um, and I think uh, it's time that, with jo- JoJo being over, mm-hmm. Game of Thrones is over, it's time we, uh, I think we might... Time we stopped being up. friends and stopped talking and making podcasts. Stop. We're just see you later, bud. do anything. Goodbye. I'll see you this weekend, and then yeah. <laughs> that's it. A nice farewell when you come over, and that's it. Yep. Uh, no, we have another podcast planned. Mm-hmm. Uh, going with the trend, so people seem to like this anime stuff. I'm getting into it. Um, uh, we we got JoJo's out of the way, but we're going to do another popular one that people like. Mm-hmm. Uh, going with the pattern of a show I've seen before, and Brooks hasn't. Uh, we will for our next uh show while JoJo is off the air, we will be watching Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Yeah, and it's extremely good, and you'll like it. Mm-hmm. And the show is going to be called Five Grams of Iron, so because I think that's a cool title. It sounds cool. Y- you'll get it in the first couple of episodes. Yeah, I'm. It's it's another thing where when we started JoJo, I was excited because I would get a lot of the memes, and I'm similarly excited for this because I'll also there's get the memes. A, there's a lot of good. If you're in it for the memes, you're going to get some good shit. Out Pretty of this good. One. Um, so look forward to that after JoJo's over. Just you know. As they say on the internet, get hype. Yeah, I will. Uh, questions. If you have a question, you can send us an ask on yadda-yadda-boys.tumblr.com or send us an email at yadda at gmail.com. First question this week comes from friend of the show, Leaf Crunch, who asked, 
joke you only get if you've seen Annihilation 2018 film. Okay, great, great, good, 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 good. What if, what if Chariot Requiem turned you into a fucked up bear? Have you seen Annihilation 2018 Sure haven't, film? have you? I have not. Okay, great. The one thing the one thing I do know about Annihilation is that it's supposed to be quite good and there's a fucked up bear in it. Oh, okay. So, I didn't even know there was a fucked up bear in it. I'm beginning to to piece together like some things. I mean it might as well. Mm-hmm. Like if fucking if Polner F Turtle later that like next episode during King of Kings was like Oh shit, I'm changing and he turned into a big bear, it would just be like fine. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Uh Okay, Tumblr user PissCubes asked this one. <laughs> yeah? Dapio, call me maybe, and in parentheses, Bosu, AMV. All right. <laughs> so kind of just... That's uh, a pretty funny image to have Dapio dying alone and then Carly's playing in the background. I mean, if they're, they're, it's a pretty good way to go out. Yeah, what if it was I want you in my room, AMV, but it was about Mr. President? Yeah, that's what it sounds like in there. Th- that's what Polnareff sounds like yelling from inside <laughs> Coco Jumbo. Uh huh. Um, last question this week comes in from Tumblr user Literal Darling, who asked, "Are Narancha and Dapio friends in Baby Heaven? Please say yes. I need to know they're happy." I mean, yeah. I think, did they? Did they, they never actually like interacted? That's true. Right? So they wouldn't know each other. So they could just, like, become friends. And nobody, like, if you think you understand the Dapio Diavolo thing, you don't. Nobody understands yeah. it, so it can be whatever we want it to be. And now with Dapio going to baby heaven, it could just mean that, like, now he's just a regular normal boy who isn't connected to the evil guy. So it could just be a regular new boy. It just it could just be a nice pink boy. Just a nice pink. Do you think Dapio knows how to do times tables? I was there a thing when he, that he was good in school or anything like that when he was I before he like buried his mom like Telltale Heart or whatever. Oh yeah, that did happen, dude. I was looking at like somebody posted a picture from like fucking Mista's backstory, and it's like you could put a you could put the Sex Pistols to my fucking head. I wouldn't be able to tell you anything about any of these people's backstories. Hmm. I'm gonna say he's good at math because okay. he's pink, and Trish is good at math because she has it all over her. Mister um, activated bullet time when like goons. Okay, yeah, that one was arrived. cool. And I know. Okay, so yeah, let's do this. So Mister Mister he did uh, he drank a thousand cups of coffee like Philip J. Fry, and he, be- uh-huh. he did bullet time. Uh, Abakio killed a guy when he was like fucking seventeen years old or whatever when he was a grizzled cop at the age of seventeen. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Fucking Bruno ate some uh, pistachio ice cream. Was that him? Yeah, 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 I think so. He ate some ice cream, and then he met Jorno. Jorno mm-hmm. has, a, has a fucking wallet size of his dad, and it's normal. Mm-hmm. And fucking Fugo... I, how I did he get holes in his clothes? He, he, there was, like, the pervert teacher. Oh, yeah! And then he, like, knocked them on the head with the Encyclopedia Botanica and went to jail. And Narancha was, like, a was like a street urchin from Charles Dickens? Yeah, and he had, like, his anarchy who, like, betrayed him. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Pesci is is dead. Pesci's nasty. Who do you think um, is more in hell, Pesci or Abakio? I think it might be Ab- Pesci. Abakio is in like cop purgatory, where it's just him and his cop friend, right? In neither heaven nor hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pesci's in hell. Yeah. What about Carne? Carne might not be dead. I feel like Carne is like he might be in purgatory too, but it was like you know how in Dante's Inferno it's like ah oh, these are the people who died before Christ existed, so they couldn't accept. Yeah, him. of course. Like like he was on una- like he was totally like unaware of. Yeah, nobody world. proselytized to Carne for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's Abacchio, his friend, and Carne all at that fucking bus stop. Or oh, we love it. Uh, yeah, I, I bet Carne's a chud. Isn't it weird how and also. Do you think it's good that we saw Carne's stand more than we saw Fugo's stand? That's, yeah, it did last several more episodes than Fugo's stand. And is still alive! It's still in the ocean! It's just eating people in the ocean. It's the drowned god! It really is! It's the drowned god, and we like it. Fuck, fuck, who's the the priest? Lotos! Lotos. Lotos is like, go to Italy, this shit is real. I'll (laughs) die for this. This shit's wild, I'm gonna go drown myself again on purpose. What's up? It's me, Lotos Two again. <laughs> I'm back. Lotos Two. <laughs> um. 
that's yada yada boy short episode this week but short episode uh, but you know you're gonna get a jumbo spicy big one in a month so yeah we're grieving you got it you get a whole new podcast announcement i gotta go pack because i'm gonna go visit the famous papa who caught a barracuda mm-hmm. and brooks this weekend i'll be at your your new house yeah new house you're gonna see my the squirtle that i want at bush gardens i'm looking at it okay. right now it's big can't wait um you're gonna we're gonna fucking play uh we're gonna play the last of us <laughs> together yeah we're gonna do co-op uh-huh i'm looking around at things we could do uh we could you could look at my undertale poster you can look at the poster yeah. that i have of uh you and me and kim getting peed on by George. Okay, I like that. Um, I do, n- at no particular reason that you just reminded me of this, but we were at Kim's dad's house this weekend. Yeah. And then at one point, I, as, as is my custom, I was in the rest, using the restroom. Yeah. And apparently Kim's dad wanted to order pizza, but I didn't know this. I was in the restroom. Mm-hmm. And I get several frantic texts from Kim saying like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. He's getting pizza with chicken mushrooms and pineapple that's just sort of a joke right he he's he, she said he was very excited and you're in the bathroom so i couldn't say no <laughs> so i had to eat that shit and pretend like i liked it well you, you took off the mushrooms and then it was unambiguously good and yeah and then it was just mm, scrumptious yeah great um anyway yeah so we'll do that end. again i'll do that again with you this weekend yeah we'll order some gross pizza and we'll make it edible We'll, we'll get, we'll say, make that shit nasty and then take all the parts <laughs> off ourselves for some fun. Uh-huh. Um, so I guess this, so nothing up this weekend, but I guess that means next weekend, uh, fun point. Yeah. Caro Caro Benito. If, uh, it so sure is. Look forward to that. And, uh, yeah, I guess remember to text someone who's always waking up feeling sexually horny. Alright, today's my graduation. I've done my dissertation. Goodbye. Goodbye, I'm not owned you are, it's Jojo. Um, goodbye. Goodbye, Do- goodbye, Dapio. We miss you, Dapio, and Naracha. We miss you, Naracha. Okay, bye.